Welcome to What Christians Should Know, hosted by Dr. Elijah Sadoffel. This podcast equips you with clarity and meaningful answers about God, the Bible, and your Christian life. Now, here's Dr. Sadoffel. The other day, I read an article titled, quote, A Quiet Exodus, Why Black Worshippers Are Leaving White Evangelical Churches, end quote. I had many thoughts about this article, but as I reflected more and more on what the writer said, what I began to realize is that using the terms black church or white church by itself implied a separation, and that separation was defined using human terminology. Biblically speaking, God never used any such language to divide his church. The biggest distinction that the Bible makes is to define those who are in the church and those who are out of the church, those who are for God and those who are against God. Accordingly, in this short, I would like to consider the issue of race when we talk about the church as a whole. I will begin by using Noah's Ark as an illustrative example. In Genesis 6.14, God commands Noah and says, Make for yourself an ark of gopher wood. You shall make the ark with rooms and shall cover it inside and out with pitch. What I have just read is the start of God's instruction to Noah to build the ark, which would be the vessel of safety that preserved Noah and his family members from the great global flood. The ark was a massive vessel, and as long as you were in the ark, you were safe. And this verse tells us that there were rooms or divisions within the ark. Truly, the ark represents Christ, and those who are in Christ are members of his church. Let me say that one more time for emphasis. The ark equals Christ, and those who are in Christ are members of his church. What Genesis 6.14 is telling us is that we cannot all expect to be in the same room, but we can expect to be in the same ark. What this means for modern day is that all those who believe in their heart and profess with their mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord, they are in the universal ark, but members of the universal church are located within different compartments. In other words, there are some people doing some things in one room, and there are other people doing other things in another room that has nothing to do with the other. Even more, people may spend all their time in one room, never interacting with people from other rooms. All of this, of course, comes with a recognition that whatever one group is doing in a particular room, what ties everyone together is that they are in the ark. We know that different kinds of animals were also on the ark, and it is reasonable to say that one kind of animal spent all their time with the same kind of animal. And, once again, what unified all these animals is where they were in the ark. In 21st century America, there are many things that Christians will not agree on, and the Apostle Paul anticipates said disagreements in Romans 14. The fact of the matter is, Christians by design are not going to agree on everything all the time. Still, in spite of this allowance for variance, we are all unified as one church in one Lord. As Paul writes in Ephesians 4, 4-6, There is one body and one spirit, just as also you were called in one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. This oneness in no way, shape, or form is meant to dismiss the vital importance of sound Bible doctrine, nor is it meant to dismiss cardinal truths of the Christian faith in the spirit of sentimental unity. 
This oneness is meant to tell us that there is plenty of space and plenty of rooms in the ark, but what matters the most is not what room you are in, but rather if you are in the ark in Christ. Many evangelists, for example, evangelize and want people to join their room, not realizing it is not a single room that saves people. It's the whole ark. Many people fight to make certain rooms bigger, but if you are already in the ark, then what's the point? Beloved, I have a radical proposal for all those listening. Let's stop trying to make church more diverse and instead work to make it more homogenous. Let's keep the unified focus on Christ and then allow the modern concept of diversity to just happen as it will or as it will not. People may get unsettled if a church appears to be segregated, if it appears that based on human skin color that everyone looks the same. Well, if no one is actively trying to keep some people out, then what exactly is the problem if a church appears that way? After all, you could have a very diverse church that was full of Satanists. And what would be the value of that diversity? The relevant question is never what color the church is. The relevant question is if that church is of Christ and is edifying the people of God with sound Bible teaching. Friends, according to the Bible, there is no black church. The black church does not exist. According to the Bible, there is no white church. The white church does not exist. There is no color to Christ church because the color of sin is death. In Christ church, the only color that matters is red, the blood of Jesus Christ, which paid the penalty for your sin and for my sin. The fact that God suffered for your sakes and restored a broken relationship to God is a message that speaks to all people, no matter what you look like. Thank you for listening. For more valuable resources, including a bookstore and online Bible study, visit wcsk.org.